Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There is one body and one spirit. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O Lord, you have taught us that without love, whatever we do is worth nothing. Send your Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts your greatest gift, which is love, the true bond of peace and of all virtue, without which whoever lives is accounted dead before you. Grant this for the sake of your only Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. God's people have sinned greatly through their neglect of his righteous law. The Lord, however, promises to forgive them and to lead them home from their exile. A reading lesson from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do not perceive it. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild animals will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. For I will give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, so that they might declare my praise. Yet you do not call upon me, O Jacob, but you have been weary of me, O Israel. You have not brought me your sheep with burnt offering or honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings or wearied you with frankincense. You have not brought me sweet cane with money or satisfied me with the fat of your sacrifices, but you have burdened me with your sins. You have worried me with your iniquities. I, I am who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember you, your sins. The word of the Lord.
Paul and his associates have consistently preached the truth about the gospel. The presence of God's Spirit in their hearts is the assurance that what they teach is right. A reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For in him every one of God's promises is a yes. For this reason it is through him that we say the Amen to the glory of God. But it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us by putting his seal on us and giving us his spirit in our hearts as a first installment. The word of the Lord. Jesus Christ according to Mark. When Jesus returned to Copernicum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So many gathered around there, so many gathered around that there was no longer room for them, not even in front of the door, and he was speaking the word to them. Then some people came bringing him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. And when they could not bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And after having dug through it, they let down the mat on which the paralytic lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, why does this fellow speak in this way? It is blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And once Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were discussing these questions among themselves, he said to them, why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, 
stand up and take your mat and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, stand up, take your mat, and go to your home. And he stood up, and he immediately took the mat, and went out before all of them, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm not going to need that, I don't know. Good morning. Some of you know that several years ago I had the opportunity and the privilege to spend some time working with the church in Kenya, in East Africa. One day when I was there, I was invited to go to a large gathering of the local churches. It was called a Harambe, and I was told that as the visitor from America, I would be the guest of honor. Well, I wondered what a Harambe might be, so I asked my driver, and he said, well, it doesn't really translate very well into English. He said, it's like if someone's car gets stuck in the mud. Everybody gets around and starts to push, and as they rock the car back and forward, they shout, Harambe! Harambe! It means all together now. The event that I attended was a group of churches that had gotten together to help the host church put up a new building. And what happened was the groups from the various churches would get up and sing and dance and play instruments, and after each group had performed, there would be a, an offering, and people would give a little money and appreciation toward the cause. Then, toward the end of the time, it was clear that there was to be the major offering. I began to get a little nervous. I was the guest of honor. What was the appropriate gift for me? Well, the basket was sitting right in the, in the middle, and I thought, well, I'll try to do this in a way that's not noticed by other folks. So I reached in my pocket, pulled out some money, and just began to get up to the basket to put it in when somebody grabbed me by the wrist, and pulled my arm back, and took the money out of my hand, and in front of hundreds of people, counted out the bills. One, two, You can imagine that I was sitting back there praying very hard that whatever amount I had given was considered a reasonable amount for the guest of honor to have contributed. I can tell you that by the time they finished, there was a cheer, so I must have done okay. But it was a source of great relief to me. 
The Harambe then was about a group of people coming together to work together to help a neighbor who had a particular need. It was all together now. We will help this person. I think that the gospel lesson for today has much of the spirit of Harambe in it. There's a man who is sick, he is paralyzed, and people come together, four people come together and say, we want to take you to this Jesus whom we've heard about to see if he can do for you what you cannot do for yourself and what we cannot do for you. And so they pick up the bed and carry him to Jesus. We don't know, maybe some distance. Word is out that Jesus is back home in Capernaum. Big crowds have gathered, and when they get there, they can't even get close to the house. So instead of being discouraged or giving up or saying, oh, well, we tried our best, they find some way to get this man they must love so very much into the presence of Jesus, who just might be able to help. And so they climb up to the roof of the house. The roofs were made of clay and mud and thatch between the beams. And it's, you remember it said they dug it out. They had to dig out an opening. And they lower the man down to Jesus. You can just imagine Jesus looking up as this man is lowered down to him. I'm convinced he must have laughed. What a funny sight that must have been. Jesus, we are told, was moved by their faith, by their desire to help their friend. And so he says to him, my son, your sins are forgiven. Why would he say such a thing? The man's paralyzed. Why is he talking about sin and forgiveness? I think in one way, Jesus is trying to tell us that all healing is from the inside out. That Jesus is not only interested in healing the symptoms or curing the symptoms of an illness, but in healing the heart and the soul of the person. All healing is from the inside out. I think it's so important for us to understand that. Jesus clearly knew what we are only now beginning to understand, and that is that there is an intimate connection between psyche and soma, between mind and body, that the spiritual, the emotional, and the physical life of a human being are all one. It's all part of the same being. And that to really be whole means to be cured, healed on the inside. If we do not understand that, if we do not understand what Jesus says to the man, your sins are forgiven, you are loved, then just like that man, we will be paralyzed with guilt and with fear and with things that tend to immobilize us and not allow us to live the full healthy life that God intends for us to live. And so Jesus says to the young man, take up your bed and walk. You have a life to live, and you are empowered to live it. If we do not allow God to touch us on the inside, to heal the, the painful memories of past hurts that we hold on to, to heal and forgive the mistakes and the failures and the disappointments of the past, then we will continue to live, in a sense, paralyzed.
immobilized by fear and guilt. But if we could hear what Jesus has to say, my child, your sins are forgiven. You are loved by God. Out of that inner truth comes a health and a wholeness that only God can give. I think there is something of this spirit of Harambe, if you will, in the baptisms that we celebrate today. These beautiful children are brought here by their parents because, and their families because they are loved and they want their children to have a relationship with God in Jesus Christ. The message that these children and all of us receive in baptism is you are loved and you are forgiven. You need never be controlled. You need never be enslaved by any fear or guilt in your life because God's love and God's forgiveness are yours. So take up your bed and walk. Live the life that God has to offer you. You are empowered by the healing presence of Christ to live that life. And you don't live it alone. This baptism is into a community of people, into a harambe of people, all of whom come together to share a common life of faith and to be with you as you take up your bed and walk, as you move ahead in your life. I am more and more aware of the meaning and the importance of living in a community that is a healing community. I was with some friends not long ago from uh, one of our programs called Cathedral House Reentry Program. It's a ministry for people who are in recovery from drug and alcohol addiction. It's a ministry that brings people together to share that journey, to try to find the healing that will allow them to break the bonds of addiction that have controlled their lives. It's a ministry that is about learning a spiritual path to wholeness and health so that you can take up your bed and walk on your own. Well, I was with these folks, Tom Trigg and Buddy Jones and some others. Buddy himself is a recovering addict. We were praying together in a circle, probably a dozen of us. And as we stood in the circle, we took one another's hands to pray. And as we did, Buddy said, every one of us has strength within us. Every one of us has weakness. And as we stand together here in this circle, my strength touches your weakness, and my weakness touches your strength. And together around that circle, we form a community of grace, a harambe of people who can love and help and support one another. And as we were praying together, I kept thinking, what a powerful image of what it means to live in a healing community. My need to be forgiven touches your need to forgive. The strong, healthy places in my life touch the broken, needy places in your life. My doubt touches faith. Sorrow touches hope. Sadness touches joy. 
Fear touches courage. Life touches death. And together, in a circle of grace, we are able to love and care for and support one another, not because we're the strong ones and someone else is weak, but because we all have our strengths and we all have our weakness. There are times that we need to operate out of the strength that God has given us. There are times when somebody just had to pick up that bed and do something so that this man could be brought to Jesus. There are times when we have to carry people who can't walk, and we have to watch out for people who can't see, and we have to speak out for people who cannot speak out for themselves. We are given the opportunity to do that. Parents of little children know what it means to give of themselves because there's nothing more fragile and dependent and vulnerable than a human infant. These little ones need our care. They need to be fed and clothed and nurtured and held and protected and guarded. Parents have to be able to give out of that strength, that wholeness. But the curious thing about little ones, I think, the reason Jesus uses them so often to teach us is that the very moment that we are giving out of our strength, if you will, they are reminding us of our weakness. Because at the very moment that we're saying we need to guard and protect and care for you, we are recognizing that we can't. As much as we would love to, we really can't protect them from all the bad things that could happen to them. We can't guard them against all the terrible things in this world. And what that brings us to then is an awareness of our own weakness and our reliance on God. Our ability to trust in a God who is beyond all of these things. We all operate out of a place of strength. But there is also that place of brokenness and weakness of which children are an ever-present reminder. As much as I like being the one who is the helper, being the strong one who can care for other people, I have to tell you, there are times when you're the weak one and you're the one being carried around, and that's a much tougher place to be in because you and I aren't in control when that happens and other people are taking care of us. But if you and I are ever going to know the meaning of a community of healing and grace, we're going to have to be able to allow others to care for us and to help us and even to carry us because it's, that weakness is the privileged place where we meet God. I've spent a lot of years in my ministry and I love being able to help people. And occasionally I get an opportunity to do that. I get to baptize babies and marry people, celebrate weddings and to minister to people when someone is dying and to officiate at a, at a burial. And I, I take care of people and I love being able to do that. But I didn't really know what a community was until we had some tough times and we had some struggles. We had failures and disappointments and the community began to reach out and hold on to us. It's only in that mutual love and care that we ever really know what it means to be a community. It's great to have our accomplishments celebrated, but it's also important to be in a place where our failures can be forgiven. We're now going to welcome 
two new members into the body of Christ. We're going to extend our hands to them. We're going to join hands with them. Together with these little ones and everyone gathered here, we form a circle of grace, a community of healing, in a spirit of harambe, all together. Amen. I think we just went to get a baby. Let me invite the baptismal candidates, uh, godparents and parents, to come forward. other young people in the congregation, little ones who would like to gather here at the font so that they can be part, be closer to this celebration, please do so. I'm going to ask the families to just come back a little further, try to keep uh, the this line of sight open for the congregation. Thank you. The candidates for holy baptism will now be presented. Will you be responsible for seeing that the children you present are brought up in the Christian life and faith? Louder. Okay, remember the way we practice this? <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Will you be responsible for seeing that the children you present are brought up in the Christian faith and life? I will. Will you, by your prayers and witness, help these children to grow into the full stature of Christ? I will, God's Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? I renounce them. Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? I renounce them. Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your savior? I do. Do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? I do. Do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? I do. Will the congregation please stand? Will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support Aidan and Emma in their life in Christ? We will. Let us join with Aidan and Emma who are committing themselves to Christ and renew our own baptismal covenant. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. 
Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers? I will, with God's help. Will you persevere in resisting evil, and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? I will, with God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will, with God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, with God's help. Let us now pray for Aidan and Emma, who are to receive the sacrament of new birth. Deliver them, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open their hearts to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill them with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep them in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach them to love others in the power of the spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send them into the world and witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring them to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. We thank you, almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it we are buried with Christ in his death. By it we share in his resurrection. Through it we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory now and forever. Amen. Amen. Aidan Logan, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Aidan Logan, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. Receive the light of Christ and bear it in witness to God's love. Go after us. Amen. Amen. Okay. Now you want me to hand? I do in hand. Of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Emma Faith, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit you have bestowed upon Aidan and Emma the forgiveness of sin and have raised them to the new life of grace. Sustain them, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give them inquiring and discerning hearts, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Amen. Let us welcome the newly baptized. We receive you into the household of God, confess the faith of Christ crucified, proclaim in his resurrection, and share with us in his eternal priesthood. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Congratulations. I have a faith. <laughs> you want to have a faith? Say hi to your family. Now let's go say hi to the rest of the family out here. Okay. Good morning. Here comes Emma. Emma Faith. Right, how you doing? Good. Hey Emma Faith. How you doing? This is Mr. Constantine. <laughs> Emma Faith. Emma Faith. Hello, this is Emma. No, I no, 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 no. Hi. <laughs> she saw you. <laughs> she looked up and saw you. <laughs> this is Emma. Hello, Norman. This is Emma. Hello, how you doing? This is Emma. These are newlyweds over here. How you doing? Hey Emma, how you doing, hi? This is Emma. Hello. Mm, losing interest, huh? Becca, this is Becca. Okay. Hi, hello, how you doing? This is Emma. Ugh, heavy. <laughs> Hi, hello. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Some people just take to it automatically, you know. <laughs> That's the Pierce over there. This is Emma. This is Tom, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? How you doing, honey? Hello, this is Emma. Say welcome, Emma. Hello, Emma. How you doing, honey? <laughs> Hello. 
Yeah, you're kind of pretty. Come on, let's give a smile. <laughs> this is Emma. How you doing? This is Mike and Cindy, Emma. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Welcome to our Okay. Losing patience with me, aren't you? <laughs> this is Emma. How you doing? Good to see you. Okay. This is Emma. How you doing? Good to see you. Hi. She still is. Whoops. Almost stepped on somebody. <laughs> yes. I was looking for Mickey. She's wandering, so oh, she's all the way in the back with the other baby. <laughs> well, in that case, I will make uh, just the one announcement, which is to say that uh, welcome. We're delighted to have everyone here with us. We hope that you will stay following the, the service and come to the Peabody Room to have an opportunity to welcome and greet the newest members of our community who will be there with us as the guests of honor, the true guests of honor. Ascribe unto the Lord the honor to his name, bring offerings, and come into his courts with praise. Where are we? I'll be <laughs> Thought you left.
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is right and a good... It's prayer one. It is right and a good and joyful thing at all times and in all places that we should give thanks to God. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto Thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God, because in Jesus Christ our Lord Thou hast received us as Thy sons and daughters made us citizens of thy kingdom and given us the Holy Spirit to guide us in all truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, for the goodness and love which you have made known to us in creation and the calling of Israel to be your people in your words spoken through the prophets and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember this death 
we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory. And we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be, may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection unto your Christ and bring us to that heavenly country where with all your saints we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. As our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you and those you love from this day forth.